Welcome to Graha's VR podcast series. Thanks for your support. Our podcast is being listened in over 19 countries. Hi, this is Srinivasan, the founder of Squarecom, Graha's VR. Hi, this is Sriram, the co-founder of Squarecom, Graha's VR. Data is a new oil. This term is probably a cliche, or it just implies the profound impact and potential of data in the digital world. We have written a brief overview and origin of this term in our newsletter issue 15, which is available in the episode notes. In this episode, we explore further and discuss more on the role of data in the future. Hi, Srini. I think it's good to start this episode with a dose of data byte for our listeners. As at Q3 2021, as per a Forbes survey, India ranked fourth in the average daily hours spent in apps at 4.8 hours per day, with Indonesia topping in the list of 5.5 hours, Russia at eighth place with 4.3 hours, and US at the ninth place with 4.2 hours. To give a perspective, as per a report by Domo, an average human created at least 1.7 megabytes of data per minute in 2020. This is the kind of data we are sitting on and leading us into the future. Wow, that's a pretty hard ball to chew. No wonder we have more and more data analytical and data centric companies rising by the day. We've all heard about the phrase, a lot can happen over coffee, but looks like there is a lot more that can happen over data. Just like people in the tech industry might be aware, data in its raw form is not of much use, but what we choose to do with it is all that matters. Given the staggering numbers that you have just quoted, it looks astonishing and scary at the same time. Even I was quite amazed at the volume of data that gets generated. So we are all aware there is a lot brewing with data. Why are you scared at this? The staggering amount of time spent in the apps and the literal volume of data that we generate is beyond retreat. Much of this data also describes our personal self and behavioral traits. We are giving too much control and power to all the apps, technological tools, and the digital solutions. Sometimes they know more about us than we do. Agreed, it makes activities and interaction easier and engaging, but the price is too high to pay, though most of them are free. An average user generates all kinds of data ranging from his personal interest, number of steps he had walked, to the number of hours he has slept. This gets used directly towards offering better products and services, but many times it gets exploited towards commercial use, and that's definitely not good for our society. Can you even think or imagine of any other way companies could have got a hold of such a pile of data without the smartphones or the apps? I don't think that's ever possible. Yes, this is definitely a larger perspective that needs to be addressed. 
looks like we are foregoing our privacy for the meritocracy of a tech-enabled ecosystem. Privacy has almost become a joke these days. The recent fiasco of a company losing billions from its market cap on a single day was all because privacy was taken too seriously. Just gravitate around this fact on how much money and wealth is being created based on the user's privacy. That is what is the primary factor that is being played on. Companies playing around privacy and data is a different thing. The sad reality is the users not understanding about these and inherently generating terabytes of data about themselves and sharing it with or without their knowledge. The business genius behind most of the available social platforms and other online mediums are that the user is both the producer and the consumer of data. Often platforms are free to use and make users their product for a different buyer. Can you even just analyze this particular scenario? We can be almost certain there cannot be a platform or a tool that's both free to use and doesn't collect information about you until and unless it's either a not-for-profit or runs on donations. That can't be a, a way a business has to be run. I like the point. User is a producer and consumer of data. How is this translated into commercial terms? Just to give you an idea, on average, big tech stocks earn $416,768 per minute, which is the cumulative figure of the leading big tech wigs, all related in the usage of data one way or the other. Either they use it for selling their solutions or they use it internally within their own systems. In the web 1.0, the internet was more of a one-way communication stream in a read-only mode. But the web 2.0 gave rise to interaction and communication among the users and with all the automated bots nowadays. This started generating piles of data that gave rise to information on your personal interests. Now it's all about implementing the analytical tools and logs to harness the data and create user profiles for the advertisers, ranging from your likes to dislikes and your potential interests. This even gives way of what are the products that you're going to buy three months or four months from now. There were some interesting and innovative ways in which these were offered to the advertisers as well. This enabled all the business houses and brands to utilize the social channels and mediums to target dimension-specific and interest-based offering. Inadvertently, users ended up spending more than they usually do. The big techs must definitely be credited in digitally connecting the users and enabling everyone digitally, but it came at a hefty cost, which many fail to realize even now, that's a sad reality. Graz VR is on a mission to transform industrial training with VR. Check out grazvr.com to learn more. What you are inferring to have become the de facto mode of social commerce. Even though most of us are aware of these practices, I don't think we can live without these digital mediums in our daily life. How do we gain a middle ground in such a case? I think much of it 
is in the hands of the users. This I'm not trying to be stereotypical again. It is on how addicted they are to the social engines of technology, or it's based on how much of it you want to stay out of it. Owing to all the recent outcry from the public and the governing bodies at large, there have been some significant precautions and awareness created by various stakeholders involved. We do have some checks and balances from time to time whenever there is a meteoric rise of Goliaths. Meteoric rise of Goliath. So who's David here? Obviously, it's the controlling giants. Needless to name them, but most of the time, we do very little in controlling or staying out of the system. That's how much these have become a part of our digital culture. There is so much good in it too, but often negativity spreads faster than positivity. That's the unfortunate story of our life. We have discussed enough on the socio-cultural angle. The technical and business side of data is a crucial factor that we can't overlook. Data has transformed almost each and every aspect of digital enterprises. That's a major step ahead for all the consumers. We can't just totally ignore that side of it. I'm 100% in agreement with what you said. I'm not trying to project data as a supervillain here. It's not the kryptonite of Superman. That's definitely not the case. I was just trying to imply how data is being used as a tool in exploitation by the corporations involved. The biggest transformation in the digital world and the overlying advancements it brought about in the enterprise sector of our world were all ushered in by data collection and the analytics. Even much of all the automation efforts and machine learning have all been possible because of data. If we don't feed enough training data, we can't have self-driving cars. If we don't have tools and methods to measure what worked well and didn't, we may not have effective running of the enterprises. Technically, data and analytics play a major role in driving almost all kinds of technological advancement these days. We don't have to state separately that data is the bedrock of future digital civilization. The future of technology and the world seems to be moving in the direction of Web 3.0, Metaverse, NFTs, cryptos, and of course, AI. I understand much of these involved data to a degree of almost 80 to 90% in terms of development and deployment. How will this pan out? The biggest advantage of all these technologies that you mentioned are all connected and can achieve greater success when combined together. For instance, if you take Metaverse, NFTs, and crypto, all the three go hand in hand. Again, they all form a part of Web 3.0 as well. We already have a combination of different technologies solving larger problems and more use cases. If we have constant communication among these different channels, then it accelerates the development of the technology as well as accomplishing greater objectives for the humankind. Okay. Now I see why there is a mad rush at the data science and data analytics. Looks like data is the internet of the next tech evolution. More so true, when you dig deep and try to fathom it, almost none of the future technology can be built without data playing a pivotal role. It's not just for the sake of it, but for its true underlying potential. 
to further promulgate digitally whoever holds a wealth of data might become the ultimatum the early civilization used precious metals like gold and silver as the transactional model and later all the countries had their own form of currencies but the future form of currency and transaction could even be just a digital data set that is what we are seeing with cryptocurrencies and blockchain that is how a crucial role data is going to play in the future from the likes of what you said maybe it's not going to be all in reserve and gold bullion but the actual wealth of data banks could determine the value of nation an organization or even an individual isn't this too far fetched and fictitious this sounds more of a science fiction novel to me most of the current innovations all had their origin from science fiction even the current trending metaverse was part of the novel snow crash which we ourselves have discussed in length and breadth it's not that all the fiction will become a reality eventually but all the innovation and advancements are a fiction until they are proven otherwise all the wild ideas and thoughts might add as a catalyst to all the technologies working in the domain and could give rise to some of the fictions fiction might be good to ponder upon ideas but some of them may not be good for our world for we all take this into account in creating new technologies Graz VR podcast series is produced by Square Comp Solutions. Please check out grazvr.com to reach out to us. If you like our show, please give us a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow Graz VR in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or your favorite listening platforms. Follow our social media handles to stay updated on future episodes. <laughs>